You are listening to Global Chat Radio, streaming from Chewart Hill here in Western Australia. And today, another of our series of our, from our guest presenter, Julie Evans, who is interviewing a local artist from Fremantle. I have climbed a thousand mountains. This is Julie, and on the mobile phone with me today is Helen Townsend, a singer-songwriter based in Fremantle. On the 8th of June, Helen released her most recent EP, Love, Lies and Leaving. In this EP, Helen formed a musical duo with Shannon Smith, and the EP has five songs. Helen has previously released an album called Little Lover in 2019, and Wayward Heart, an EP, in 2015. She'll speak with us after we hear a song from Love and Lies called We're Through. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's nice that you came. So where are you speaking to me from? Well, I'm actually sitting in the car (laughs) (laughs) outside of my supermarket down in 
Melville. Ah, Melville, yes. Well, that song that we've just heard, Helen, We're Through, has very rich harmonies and it was released as a single before the EP was launched. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about that song? What inspired it? Uh, well, most of my songs are written, uh, are inspired by like a, a situation or, um, you know, something that has happened sometimes yes. in private life or sometimes in other people's life that are explaining something to me and you know asking for advice so i'm not the best person to ask for advice from because uh you know quite often they become the topic of a song <laughs> but um this one in particular i think the inspiration came from a lie that had happened in in uh, our relationship that was in my inspiration for that particular song but i wanted it to be an upbeat kind of song and and make it from two parts so like you know you can't expect something from a partner if you're not willing to give it yourself you know so yeah. i made it a, a duet so that it was kind of like the story was being told in equal part from each other you know you, you you have a relationship because you're in it equally together or they they seem to be the ones that work best yes so yes. um yeah it's kind of viewing viewing expectations of a relationship from each side with a little silly twist i suppose well actually you're into that sort of idea of the flexibility of the male voice and you say that it gives a narrative texture and allows you to hear both sides of the story you're interested in both sides being coming there and being in the arena so can you talk about that a little bit more well i think i think i've always been somebody to question to question things or ideas you know so yes. if i have a thought um about something or you know it's just my opinion i try and look at the other side of it as well and and try and understand another point of view or maybe in some cases many yes. so i've always been um a little bit of a, I've been a journal writer for many years and, and quite often I would write things out just to vent and have my opinions and my justifications and my judgments and everything just blurted out into a book and then I, I twist it. Like at some point once I've vented, my brain goes to a, but what if? Yes. Or what about that side of it? Or, you know, so it's, it works really well when it comes to a duet or performing with Shannon or writing songs specifically for that. Yes, it does. Um, mm. You know, it's, yeah, it's able to kind of, you know, not just be a narrow-minded point of view, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sometimes it can be self-indulgent unless you've got, as you say, another perspective coming through. And if it's a male voice and a female voice, you, you've really got that texture there, haven't you? Yeah, especially mm. Shannon's, Shannon's vocals are so strong and his harmonies are so well-blended with mine that... Um, Yes. It kind of makes it slightly special. Thousand mountains just to be with you. I have sailed seven seas. On a As I've grown older, I came into music quite late. Um, when yes. I was forty, basically, right, yes. I started performing and and playing. I didn't start writing songs until a couple of years later, and I think. I think by the time you get to that age in life, you realise that not everything is perfect for everyone or anyone. Yes. And that no matter what story I've shared or I have in my back pocket, you know, there's bound to be very similar stories from many other people and we all feel so isolated 
in our stories of love and breakup and heartbreak and any trauma. You know, we all feel isolated the minute that these things happen to us. I sort of got to a point where I just wanted to express um, my honesty or my experiences and hope that that helped or encouraged others to, you know, break out break out from the the mask when i tied the knot with you i have broken down the barricades open we'll get cranky and upset is always a great writing tool for me (laughs) 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 but but unfortunately when you when you get into a relationship that's quite happy it's quite a difficult thing to rely on (laughs) so you have to find other inspiration yeah Every now and again, I will pick up a guitar and start playing something. And if it has a vibe or a, a mood yes. that matches something that I've been storing in the back of my brain, a story that I want to tell while uh, you know collecting information around talking with people or reading things or yes. seeing things going on, sometimes I'll just kind of collect little bits of information and stockpile them in a filing cabinet at the back of my brain there somewhere when i strum a couple of chords uh sometimes that will just pour out into a into a tune and then i will try and refine it and sometimes i can refine it sometimes i can't and sometimes i'm happy with it after refining it and sometimes I'm not so I've got a closet full of songs <laughs> as well as as well as the ones that I'm releasing so like that for instance uh, that song we're through how long was that in the making um that one wasn't actually that long in the making I I was starting to write a few songs um and Shannon was like, let's do those, let's do those songs and we can, you know, add them to like the duo show. But um, I I wasn't 100% sure that I wanted to do some duo shows, but, and kind of take it away from my band and every single, every song that we, that I kind of brought to us as a duo was so different to my last album and to my full band sound. Yes. Um, so... I I was unsure, actually, with that one. And Shannon kept saying, no, come on, it's, it's a really great song. Let's let's work that one. And I, um, when I took it to the studio and we did a little bit of pre-prod with Elliot Smith from Sundown Studios, he, um, he was like, you know, let's do it this way and let's do it that way. And we kind of shifted things around a little bit. Yeah. And Shannon and Shannon likes to sing quite high. Mm. Um, he does, he does a great falsetto and um he had his harmony sitting very close to my vocal so it almost similar to the devil's curse song on the ep um and elliot was like why don't you try and shift it and like you know shift it like sing a little bit lower and so once that came into play i felt a lot more comfortable with it because there was this you know definite male female relationship in it you know whereas when shannon's singing in a similar register to me it's like it's it's just too similar our voices are very they blend very well and so it's there's just not enough light and dark i suppose when 
We're both singing a melody in the same octave. Okay. Well, how long have you and Shannon Smith been a duo, Helen? Only a couple of years. We actually met online. Shannon was an electric guitarist and has a real love of rock. It certainly blends now, but it would have been a a strange marriage, I would imagine, initially. (laughs) Yes, it was. I I used to have to, like, he he loves the Beatles and he loves... um, Fleetwood Mac, he would add these really beautiful harmonies and I'd be like, you know, can we just make it a little bit more Johnny Cash and Jim Carter rather than, you know, Beatles or Bee Gees? Your EP, Love, Lies and Leaving, that's got five songs and did you write all of those songs? I wrote four of them um, and I co-wrote Devil's Curse with Belle Harvey. For the benefit of, of the listeners, we will play Devil's Curse at the end of this interview. It's a very beautiful song, Helen. Helen, your reviews state that you're usually associated with edgy Americana music, which also embraces roots, rock, blues and country. In Love, Lies and Leaving, you're having a different approach with a, more of an emphasis on harmonising. Do you want to talk about this? I've always loved uh duos and like i've always loved harmony it's always been something that the minute that it comes in it just you know make it makes everybody's heart melt doesn't yes, it really it does <laughs> you know the more harmonies the better yes. <laughs> and um we are bringing like i bring that into my full band quite a lot um, at the moment, we're kind of we're singing with the full band with like four part harmonies, and we do a few a cappella songs and yes. things like that. So it's it's just really nice to strip it back to two vocals. Like I was very much inspired by um, John Prine and Iris Dement or John Prine's uh, duets album yes. way back in 1999, I think. Yeah. And where he played, he asked people like Iris Dement and. Gillian Welsh and Emmylou Harris to all join with him. Just the strip back uh, rawness of them was really interesting for me and I just thought it would be really nice to bring this EP back down into a focus on the vocals with music enhancing that um, and enhancing the story rather than being driven by a drum beat and a bass line, you know. Well, the EP Love, Lies and Leaving has a definite intimacy to it. It's almost as though you are sitting in the room performing for us. Was this intended? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Shannon and I, just as the house concerts, we just love them. So, you know, we we really enjoyed being that close yes. to everybody and being in a lounge room or a backyard or, yes. you know, wherever you can be squeezed in with, Mm. you know, a bunch of people in somebody's (laughs) house. It's a really sweet um, and intimate kind of way to perform music. And, you know, there's no amplification, so you don't need a microphone in front of you, which is kind of taking, putting a barrier between you and the audience, you know. So, yeah, you just, you. so we wanted to try and bring, you know, the music to make it sound like, you know, we are just, kind of sitting around, hanging out, playing some music. The recording process was exciting for you and Shannon because the amazing expertise of the likes of Lucky Oceans, Ian Simpson, Ben France, James Church, Uh, Montgomery Church, Dave Johnson, they're all remarkable. So tell our listeners about the experience of working with this team, eh? Yeah, they are fantastic. They are really fantastic. 
Lucky and Ian Simpson, obviously, um, you know, you can really hear them featuring in in the songs that they played in and feature in. And Ben Franz, obviously, on the double bass, he was just so solid the whole time. And he's he's so creative when he, with his um, ideas on a, on the double bass as well. And he's very patient. And you know, he all of these guys have been around a lot. On the 16th of May, we launched um, two sold-out shows, actually, at Kadogo Art House. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, We had a great show. We've got a a trio called the Foothills Trio that supported us. And just, uh, maybe this is a great time to mention, that tickets aren't released and it's kind of a little bit... Not out there just yet, but on the 22nd of August, we are actually doing the whole show again because mm. it's a, it's kind of like an encore show, but we're doing it at the Duke of George in East Fremantle on August 22nd. We need to wind down a bit now, so could you give the listeners some details about how they can purchase your music, Helen? HelenTownsendMusic.com. Uh, there are links to my Bandcamp page, which has my merch shop mm-hmm. there. Um there's not much merch, but there are a lot of CDs to mm. choose from. Yeah. You can buy downloads um, or you can buy the physical EP and we will sign it and send you a nice little message and send it off in a nice little package for you. Lovely. Thank you, Helen, for being on the show. And let's hear another song from your EP, The Devil's Curse. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about this song, please, Helen? I was writing a poem as we were driving down to Margaret River Uh, some words I would say actually more than a poem and Mm. uh, by the time I got to Margaret River I sent a text to Belle Harvey up in Exmouth and I said I want this vibe to be you know a bit Steve Earle a bit Casey Chambers Shane Nicholson Um, have a have a listen see what you can come up with by the time Shannon and I got down to Margaret River we played our gig at Settlers Tavern we got back to our room there was a recording on my phone and Belle had put music to all the words. And there, when I say all the words, it was a lot of words. So I then went back and culled a few things and just tweaked tweaked the vocal and, and, the, and the music to suit um, my style a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. But basically, uh, yeah, Belle Harvey and I wrote it and um, Shannon and I performed it in the in the most basic possible way just a guitar and James Church doing wonderful dobro and with a little bit of a drum beat and uh, so as raw as we can get yeah very nice well thank you so much for being on the show Helen thank you so much for having me and uh, thanks for supporting my music it's so wonderful to have people around like you
Shit. 